Initialize sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's too dope from Insane Cloud Posse. Oh, yeah, this is Reese. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider Man, aka Brother Lynch. Huh? Jared from Head PE. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this Blaze, you dare homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Jumping into episode 15 of the Underground Amp, it is Ned, joined by John and Nim. John, how are hey, you first? Hey, dude, I'm feeling amazing. You know, we've got the other uh, dynasty on the rise. Things are ticking along very nicely. It's a, an empty studio without Herbs again, which is going to come up later on. But We still do good. have him here, though. Right <laughs> He's in spirit. He is. He, he got a little bit irritated about that last week, Nim, but hey, we can talk about that later. How are you, man? I'm going well, brother. I'm going well. I'll tell you what, you mentioned Jay being irritated, and I say, I respond to that with, is the sky still blue? Is grass still green? If <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much part of the course. Man. <laughs> it didn't, <laughs> it didn't make any sense to the listeners, you idiots. Uh, yeah, he got very irritated by us playing sound clips. <laughs> as he liked to put it last week. And well, you know, there is a very simple way around that. And Jay, if you're listening, and I know you probably will be in three weeks' time, if you would like us to stop playing sound clips, there's another simple way to do it, and that's just get in the studio. <laughs> Yes, it's well, a very long journey, the probably 12 minutes it takes to get from his house to uh, the studio. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's about the same amount of time that it's going to take from him to get to where he is playing football today. And that game is not for another two hours <laughs> yet. Still, he cannot join us today. But you know who can, Nim? Bones Dub of the AMB Axe Murder Boys. They are back with a brand new album, Murte, which is out today. It dropped yesterday in Australia, today in the States. You know how it's sort of... Yeah. It's fresh and new like Fastlane, and we'll be chatting to Bones Dub about that one up very shortly, man. All sorts of fire right there, so definitely check that out. Cannot wait for that, man. It's going to be pretty awesome. And also, this Thursday, you and I will be front and centre at Laundry in Melbourne, checking out Ritz Live. And for the first time ever, Gmo Ski coming down under. Stevie Stone. Let's not forget Stevie Stone. It is an ultimate. We've talked about this. This is like the ultimate hip-hop head's dream. You've got Stevie Stone, who's amazing in himself. Ritz is right up there with one of my favorite rappers ever. Full stop. But then you've got that M&E connection as well. Magic Ninja Entertainment coming down under again. And I was saying this to Anna, like, because John here, my buddy John Fitz, and Nim, you were involved in the Underground Assault too. This went down pretty much three years ago to the day when Gmo mm. Ski's coming out. And on top of that, do you remember we went and saw the Jurassic Park movie? Yeah, yeah, that's the right. The Jurassic yeah. Park movie, the sequel to that one, is coming out oh, this week also. There you go. It's bizarre it's, and weird and... It's gone full circle. It has. Oh, so wow. it's going to be a very big one. Very much looking forward to it. You can still scoop those tickets up at the Underground Australia .com.au and of course we have well I think there's like two meet and greets left in Melbourne and a handful left in Sydney so magicninjaaustralia.com for those definitely get on it but hey Nim I'm going to change things up real quickly because we are talking about rapping if you're new to this show you will not know we're big time basketball heads and we're crossing these two over, man, with rappers and basketball. Do you have any favourite basketballers that rap? Oh, jeez. Those two streams should never really cross. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair, actually. I'll tell you what, you can't go wrong with the old school classics. Remember Shaq Fu, The Return? Oh, sorry. Shaq Fu, Da Return. Da. Was what our good boy Shaquille O'Neal did back when he did his little rap career. I think it was at 97, 98, or tried. Yes, I, I definitely remember that. And that was the one that I was going to bring up as well. Yeah. Yeah, it was 
well, yeah, uh, moving right Isn't along. Isn't it like weird though? Like Shaq was in movies, he was in video games, he had a rap album. Like you just don't see that anymore, really, do you? With no, NBA he stars, was he did everything. Massive. Um, it's it's that era of basketball yeah, it too. Charles Barkley, same yeah, sort of deal. Yep. I don't think he rapped, but. Michael Jordan, like these guys are all in movies and whatnot. You don't see like an Andre Drummond or a Steph Curry or whatever popping up in in movies. Yeah. It's bizarre, days. isn't it? It's just bizarre. About that now. Exactly. Can I just point out too, with Shaq through the return, and I have to underline it's the return, yeah. not the. Also, <laughs> like just to give you an idea of how big of a star Shaq was, and in this in the sense that. Hey man, I can do what I want and no one's going to tell me it's a bad idea. I guarantee you right now, if Steph Curry decided, you know what, I want to put out a rap album, someone would probably go, that's a great idea, Steph. Let's uh, get amongst that. We should get Steve Kerr on it too. <laughs> Actually, before I do jump into that, Johnny was going to let me know. I didn't even know about this one, so I'm slipping in my old age. But who, who did you say? <laughs> Ron Artest. Ron Artest, or Metal World Peace as he's known nowadays, he had a full-length rap album come out in the early 2000s, I'm pretty sure it was. You'd be able to YouTube that one. I don't think he'd be quite on a... Uh, a Spotify or Apple Music, but probably not. Probably no, not. no, but uh, so he went from bashing skulls into rapping uh, about it. I'm assuming, and then to <laughs> world actually, peace and yeah, turnaround. Yeah. It, it's actually funny because this segue is really nice too. Because Shaq for the return featured <laughs> some members of the Wu Tang Clan. There, I'm talking Method Man. And really? were on one of the songs. And it was actually executive produced by Warren G. Wow. Jeez. Well, I guess if Shaquille O'Neal rings up about doing a rap album, you're not going to tell him no, are you? Well, well definitely not back then. And I don't know how much mainstream hip-hop you listen to, but do you remember Mike Jones? Yeah. He actually was on Ron Artest's album as well. So I don't know if that's a high point for Mike Jones or a low point in his career, <laughs> but... Clearly, he needed someone to pay some bills and run our test. Men of World Peace was very handy to hand out the checkbook. Well, yeah, on the topic too, I watched the Alan Iverson documentary the other day and he apparently had a rap yeah. album out too, but it never saw the light of day because at the time he was going to be the next sort of, I guess, Michael Jordan at the time. He was so big, but his attitude just sort of yeah, made him there. go the other way and he was all, he was the one who bought in, you know, the cornrows and uh, whatever. <laughs> but same deal. Nim, we have a new one for you, man. I'm going to I'm gonna play this for you and I'll, I'll let you know if you can pick this. Yo, I There you, that is another basketballer that is close to my heart. I discovered that he rapped this morning <laughs> with a very poorly auto-tuned song called Girlfriend. Yes. Oh and went in and, and looked him up, and I actually thought that was okay, but I'm judging by your amounts of Oh My Gods and whatnot, you're not digging that, that one, Nim. Like, that sounded like ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Did ludicrous ever play for the Pistons? <laughs> <laughs> that is Andre Drummond, Nim, busting oh, raps. Geez. Yeah. Actually, a little bit of flow there. Yeah, there was so, a bit. Unless you listen to jump on his Instagram and listen to his sample from "Girlfriend," which must be his new song coming out. It is full. It is Andre Drummond, probably my favorite player in the NBA, and that song probably my least favorite yep. of all time. But we here's, YouTube here's a quick one too, Nettie. Here's a quick one just before we wrap up this topic. Apparently, as I just had a quick little Google just to sort of see if I could find "Girlfriend," I actually saw that Jason Kidd apparently also released a 
rap album, or at least a single, back in 1994. And guess what it's called? What, Girlfriend? No, What the Kid Did. Oh, what? <laughs> we I need didn't even know they did that. that. 1994. I did not know that either, but oh man, would I think hardcore get a rap and get into my 6'4 and power? I don't think of Jason Kidd. Well, that makes one of us because I do. Jason <laughs> yeah. Kidd, look the hell out. No, I think of Brian Scalabrini, the white mumba. He needs to get a rap album <laughs> oh, out. If yeah. anyone does, it's that guy. I tell you someone that does have a rap album though and changing things up to people that can actually <laughs> rap. We've been speaking about him already. It is Gmo Ski. His album, Chaley and the Filth Factory, is heading our way July 13th. There's a brand new video out now. It dropped this morning. Have you boys seen it yet? Not yet, no. You should go home and check it out. It, I'm going to whack it up on our page. It is called Filth Factory and it is going to be an amazing album. The video is crazy in itself and I really don't know how we're going to take care of GMO Ski this week. Um, <laughs> yeah. I guess I will fill you boys in next week. It's going to yeah, be so an you, interesting one. Like you got any activities planned? Any Anything lined up? Well, that's the thing. That's what we're trying to do. I'm going to ask Bones Dub after yep. I speak to you boys of what you we do with Gmo because I don't know how to entertain the dude. Like, I think we'll take him to a zoo, but then does yep. he even want to go to a zoo? Does he care about koalas? What would you do then? <laughs> and I think Gmo Ski, you need to take him to Galactic Circus. Yeah, that, c- that kind of thing is going to go down. We're going to take him to Minotaur in Melbourne when we're there as well. But and, and if he doesn't buy out the shop, man, it'll be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, that's the vibe I'm feeling from him. It's more of Minotaur, Galactic Circus, that sort of strain. Yeah. I don't think he wants to go to an Essendon Bulldogs game, just putting that quietly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's even if he did, he's not going to have a chance because it's midweek sort of deal. But, you know, he might. You never know. He's a big-time Golden State Warriors fan, I did see, living out in that area of mm-hmm. America. And, guys, they swept. The great Tony Sleep called it. I said yep. 4-1 Nims. I think you called it. Come on, give us an I called it. <laughs> And I'll tell you, no, look, because I, I thought that they were just going to get... I, I didn't think they would sweep them. I thought we'd get at least 4-1. But I really think a good metaphor would be LeBron James' hand at the post-match press conference. After game one, the Cavs were just crushed. Like, yep. yeah. mentally, I reckon that was it. It was just kind of like the minute that J.R. Smith had a brain fight, which I should also point out, I've heard a lot of people sort of say, oh, man, all J.R. had to do was just shoot. Just shoot, that's all he needed to do. Or pass LeBron, LeBron was open. Well... You're not guaranteed that they're going to make a bucket, will you? This exact same thing could have happened. You just don't know. While JR, I'm sure everyone's already had their fun and called him an idiot, and, you know, <laughs> we've all seen the memes. There, there was no guarantee, even if JR actually did something constructive in those dying seconds, that the Cows would have won. That's, that's a fair point. point. Yeah, that's a fair point. I still think that there's no, I suppose, finger pointing at whoever it was that missed the free throw. Like, come on, yeah. tie a game up with four seconds on the clock and you miss a clutch free throw. Yeah, that's true. That's more unforgivable for me than JR jacking up a you know deep two-pointer to, to, to win it. Yeah, Exactly, man. Very good exactly. point. It's pretty interesting because there was a Sports Illustrated article that was written in 1997 and the front cover basically said are the Bulls too good for the NBA? I reckon I saw, was that on Reddit? I reckon I did see that. Yeah. 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 And it's really interesting that, that that sort of resurfaced because when you think about it, that's what a lot of people are saying as we speak now about uh, Golden State. Well, I've seen that a lot too, but I think people are forgetting Golden State nearly 
lost to Houston. If Chris Paul had have been in that series, I think Houston would have yep. won it. I think they're a very good team, but I don't think they're too good for the NBA. I, no, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think if Chris Paul didn't get injured, was it in Game 4 or whichever, the, basically the deciding game of the series, it would have been totally different. If Cavs, if the Cavs had won Game 1, it would have been totally different. I mean, yeah. I know that the Warriors, what, won three of the last four or five, however many it is, but I think the argument with the Bulls in the late 90s is different. It's, it's hard to compare, but you know, you got the Warriors who are a superstar team, they get a few championships, then they bring Kevin Durant in. Yeah. I mean, what Chicago always had Michael. You know, they had yep. Scotty. They brought role players in. They had, you know, Bill Wennington. They had Steve Kerr, all these random dudes that just did their role. And that's why I like that team so much. And then Dennis Rodman, he shot three points for the night, but he got 15 rebounds. And that's what his job was. Yeah, just to hack those yeah, rebounds yeah. down. Yeah, and you've got, you know, you've got the Warriors out there. Basically, they just sort of, they don't have positions. They just go out there and shoot. You know, they're an amazing team to watch, but it's just such a different chemistry. And I think it's a different era of basketball as well. Oh, then, we're definitely in a different era I, yeah, these days. Yeah, I can, I can understand the argument. Argument, but then if they start going, yeah, talking to LeBron James and these sorts of guys, like that's where it's getting a bit ridiculous. Not that they're too good, it's just that, what's the point? You know? Exactly. Well, the latest one I've heard for the Warriors, and I'm not sure if you two boys have heard it, is Anthony Davis. Anthony yeah, Davis, yeah. Like, You put one. Anthony Davis into that mix, see you later. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I saw him play against the Pistons, and it was he's unbelievable. I'm telling you, dude, you put him in with that current Warriors lineup. And like you were talking about last week, Johnny, take a pay cut. What? Yeah. Who cares? Yes, man. Like they're already multi-millionaires. Oh, no, like, you know, you go out and do a season for free and you're still going to be oh, a no. billionaire or whatever. It's so. a it's a totally different landscape, I reckon. Now It's all about this ring chasing, I reckon. Yeah. In my opinion, that's it's a controversial thing to say, but I reckon that's what it's really become now. That's why Anthony, Paul, George and Westbrook get together at Thunder. Obviously, they had no chemistry and look what happened there. Yeah. You know, that's what all these teams are just trying to do. That's why I admire... Uh, the 76ers to some extent maybe the Celtics but these teams that have sort of built a team they've gone through all those rough times and now they're coming out the top exactly. with their you know, young 20 year olds and they're developing together and that's why I'm watching the Sixers next year and the Bucks are in the same category there too definitely but what if the Sixers get LeBron oh, I'm not going to bother <laughs> I'm not going to bother why would you throw him into the mix that's why I think he'd be a good fit at the Lakers I know Nims is pretty keen to have him there because they're all a little bit younger they're all sort of 20 and there's you know Lonzo Ball's only what, 21 how old he is it's an issue when you do mention that, Johnny, because there's a lot of talk to this cause a little bit of a ripple, but by no means am I taking it 100% seriously, but Lil Wayne, yeah, the rapper Lil Wayne, when it said that LeBron James, he's, he's got good word that LeBron James will go to the OKC Thunder. Oh, God. Now, <laughs> this is obviously, like, we knew the minute the game four ended. In fact, they even asked LeBron in his press conference while he's literally still in you know in Cavs colours are you going to be here next year and LeBron gave a pretty cryptic answer it was pretty he answered it head on but he did sort of say that there's a, a hell of a lot more factors in his life now considering the fact that you know he's got a younger family in the sense that you know when he when he moved to Miami he didn't have a daughter like his kids were really young whereas now it's kind of like and Eddie you'd probably you'd be able to sort of justify this having children the fact that if you make a big life decision you've got to take into account your mm. kids and what will they do because you know when they're three or four or six well they just have to do whatever but now his kids are at the age where they've got their own lives and would it be best for them if they leave Cleveland exactly I did read somewhere though I don't know if you read this too apparently his son has committed to a school in the mm, Los in Angeles area so yeah. there's a pretty good 
It's a good point that Nims brings up, and I 100% agree with that. Yeah, by the time the kids get to, and you know, Nanny, they get to that age where they've got friends, they've got school, they've got extracurricular activities. You know, you got to think of that side of it, the family side of it, not just where am I going to make more money kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. LeBron's legacy, I reckon, if he decides to retire tomorrow, yes, there's always going to be these comparisons to MJ and blah, 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 but like, this is what I don't get. This is what I don't get. Why does everyone have to be compared to someone else? Can't you just be a damn good baller in your generation and leave it at that? Yeah, at the end of the day, he's an amazing player sort of thing, but he, he hasn't been as successful in the postseason, yeah. I guess, but he's yeah. still an amazing player. Like, like everyone calls him the GOAT, I guess. So yeah. Everyone's always going to be compared to someone, I suppose, exactly. but I hear what you're saying, man. And 100% so, look, until I've said this numerous times, it is unfair to compare LeBron James with Michael Jordan's career purely because LeBron has never starred with the Looney Tunes and he has never played baseball. Exactly. Exactly. We did cover that last week and I think until that happens, Jordan will always be king. <laughs> I agree. Alright, fellas. Well, we did have a couple of more things to get through. Jay throwing a tantrum, but I suppose we did cover that I a little bit. It, it happens did. most weeks. Yeah. If any listeners would like to go back and listen to Jay chuck a tantrum in real time, episodes 1 through 13 of <laughs> yeah. it's probably a great way to do it. Yeah, see, last week we did play a few of the sound clips, as he pointed out, but the thing is, is everyone knew that was sound clips because he usually doesn't talk. <laughs> like that. I have a, I have a strange feeling though, Nettie, that Herb's probably listened to it and goes, I don't remember going into the studio. But <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Ugh, took a few minutes. Yeah, a few <laughs> minutes to work it out. Oh my goodness. But yeah, there you have it. He may be back next week. I highly doubt it. I, I think Herb's may have thrown in the towel on this <laughs> one. He, he, he doesn't like to commit to much, that's for sure. That sounds very un-J Solher. <laughs> but I appreciate you two boys taking time out. Very much looking forward to this big tour we have coming up this week Ritz, Gmo, Ski and of course Stevie Stone Strange Music and Magic Ninja teaming up on Wednesday at the Oxford Art Factory in Sydney and then on Thursday at Nims's home ground the Laundry Bar in Melbourne get your tickets now theundergroundaustralia.com.au thank you fellas for joining anytime the and just quickly too Nettie I would quick little plug because I've got a brand new show with Brownline medalist Adam Cooney called Off the Bench and this week on our most recent podcast, if you would like to listen to myself and Adam Cooney compare two of the greats, LeBron James and... Brendan Goddard, make sure you listen to that podcast. Oh, goodness. What an interesting... I thought you were going to say J.C. Yeah. Herbert there. I'm like, hey, we did that first. Uh, that sounds good. Definitely check that out. Axe Murder Boys, they have a new album out now. It is called Mert Day. Be sure to scoop that one up. Coming soon to the M&A shop. I'm catching up with Bones Dub up next. <laughs> What's up, man? My name is Recognize. I am one-sixth of the group Mayday from Miami, Florida. Represent strange music all day, and you are currently tuned in to the underground. Catching up with Bones Dub, one half of the Axe Murder Boys on the underground. And Bones, how are you, man? Yeah, killing man. What's up, dog? How you guys doing? We're going very yeah. well. Bitch, you're going it's, well, man. I know, dude. I haven't uh, been in on interview for a little while, actually. It's nice to be back. We've got to start off, Dubs. Say, look, man, congratulations on signing with uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment. What does this mean for you, man? 
Hell yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah, it means the world to me. It's just, you know what I'm saying, putting out this new album, and, and we just we just been working nonstop, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's all, all moving forward, you know? It most definitely is, man, and the new album is out today. It's called Murte. Can you let us know about recording this one, Bones, and just getting back behind the mic and getting things happening? Yeah, straight up. Yeah, well, we recorded most of it in Detroit over at the dojo at Magic Ninja Entertainment, you know? It was just incredible to be back in the studio with my brother young wicked you know what i'm saying it was it was super dope you know what i'm saying making all these all this new stuff and it's like a and b's evolved a lot you know like we've always been you know what i'm saying we put out good music but like this new album i'm saying is just our best you know what i'm saying we, we put our heart and drive into this one not saying that we don't put our heart and drive into all our music but we really wanted to come with it on this one and uh recording it was just amazing you know what i'm saying we ended up finishing it like I, I live in Houston, Texas, here in the state, and Otis still lives in Colorado. So we ended up finishing a couple songs back in our homes, you know what I'm saying, and then sending the tracks back and forth. Oh, really? So, That's uh, interesting. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. We, li- we literally recorded this album in three different states. That wow, is that's, <laughs> that's impressive. That's a cool little noise <laughs> yeah, drop right, right there, man. And do you feel like you had extra motivation with signing to the new label and, and that sort of thing that made it your better work, like you had something to prove, if you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was just going to say that. I felt like we had something to prove, like we're back. You know what I'm saying? Like, like A&B never left, but we wanted to make sure everybody knows that we're still a, a major player in the game, you know? That's cool. It's almost like new lease of life or a bit of a refresh for you guys then. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A new lease, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a refresher evolving, you know what I'm saying? Just, just becoming a new entity, our own entity, kind of separating ourselves from the old A&B to where it was kind of the stigma of like the same old, same old. You know what I'm saying? We want people to know that it's new a and B. It's like an A and B 2.0. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> exactly. And a great visual for that one too is the new video Vibe Man. That looked like a whole lot of fun to film. Oh yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, we actually met up with this dude, the director guy and his crew, and they had a whole whole plan for it. Like we gave him our ideas. Mostly Otis, my brother Young Wicked, he, he gave him a bunch of ideas. I gave him some ideas, but this guy, the director dude, the MVP guys, those guys really put it together and, and came through with it so that was real fun to make that one was it was probably our best video to date for sure oh, i can definitely say it is and if you haven't seen it yet be sure to check it out on our website theundergroundaustralia.com.au a and b are back in a big way and it kind of kicked things off i guess when young wicked signed to m and e their bones and that album the return of the prodigal son an amazing one what's it mean to you and i guess to wicked if you can talk for him to team up with strange music's wits and and put out a track like that like with jamie madrox still i rise that was crazy to see yeah for sure that's amazing like i've always known that my brother could do it you know what i'm saying like he could take it to a whole nother level you know what i'm saying and, and he has been ever since psychopathic days even yeah just like still i rise that that was incredible you know what i'm saying and you know just coming back together as a and b it's just like taking the young wicked stuff and just adding me to it and bringing back a and b too you know what i'm saying so it, it's super dope you know what i'm saying and uh actually when he signed when he signed with MNE, we actually signed the AMB contract at the same time. Oh, there you nice. go. I uh, did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. And we, we just didn't say anything yet because we wanted to put out the Young Wicked stuff first, you know, with, with everything going on with him, all the controversy surrounding him. And he actually had a lot of his album recorded already. So 
we put that out first and then made the announcement about A and B as soon as everybody started asking about it. Like, oh, is Bones on M and E too? You know what I'm saying? We just we just went with it. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. That's cool, man. Yeah. It's all it's all about this A and B 2.0, and I'm loving it. <laughs> I love the name of that. That's Me really too, cool, dude. And right. just for real, <laughs> yeah, so to speak, you know, A and B 2.0 is the best way to put it. Like, you know, we're involved. We evolved. You know what I'm saying? We're That's bigger, awesome. better. We're older. We both got kids of our own. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a whole different world in the rat game these days, too. We got to move with the times. We got to grow with the game as well, you know? Yeah, definitely, man. And, and look, on that topic, what, what are your thoughts on, on the game nowadays, on the underground music scene? Like, what are your thoughts as it is now? It's crazy. Like, think about it in a whole, like, I see it progressing. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I don't know. When, when we first started, there definitely wasn't as many underground, you know, juggalo scene rap groups as there is nowadays. You know what I'm saying? But... I think everybody's stepping game up and everybody's doing great and we're personal friends with 99% of the fucking bands out there too, you know what I'm saying? I mean, not not like best friends, but we know people, you know what I'm saying? We know everybody pretty much and, and I think the underground scene's real, real dope out here in the States and even in Australia, you know what I'm saying? Like Kid Crusher, he's super dope, you know what I'm saying? All kinds of people, you know what I'm saying? I, I think the underground's real progressing, you know what I'm saying? It, it's getting doper and doper by the day. Yeah, I think that's really interesting there because it's hard for us to sort of know what it's like over here, but from where we're standing, it sort of seems like it just seems to be growing and growing. So that's cool to hear it from you. Yeah, exactly. It's growing. It's getting bigger and bigger by the day, you know what I'm saying? It's super fresh like that. I'm kind of, like, for lack of a better word, proud of the underground, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't need radio and videos to do everything these days. That's exactly right. And M&A seems to really be setting the bar for most underground acts I think you guys going from strength to strength you know you've got your new album out now Gmo's dropping that new album next month Bizarre about to re-release it the weirdos and you've got Attack yep. of the Ninjas 2 coming up man like you don't slow schedule. down for real <laughs> Yep, for real. M&E is killing it right now. Magic Ninja Entertainment is just the best place to be for us. You know what I'm saying? Because we're just working, you know? Constantly doing shit, constantly putting fresh shit out. Like you said, we got Attack of the Ninjas coming up. Me and Otis are booking a tour, the Grind and Shine tour. Yes. Coming up. We're getting our passport soon, so you know we're going to be coming to Australia as as quick as possible. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. There's plenty of room at the back of my place if you want to crash here. That's fine, dude. (laughs) Right, for real. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, obviously you've got such a busy schedule, but are you going to find some time to do a Bones Dub solo album, man? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I actually haven't even put out uh, an actual album Bones Dub style like ever, you know what I'm saying? So that's definitely on my plate next. I know I was talking about doing a mixtape a couple years back, and it kind of got pushed to the side, put on the back burner. But I did record a couple tracks for it, and I'm still recording now, too. So I might do a mixtape first and see how that goes. Maybe put out a, a, a EP and then a full length. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like build up like like Young Wicked did. You know what I'm saying? The mixtape and then Slaughter and then the EP and then a, and then Prodigal Son. You know, I'm kind of following his footsteps. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That's a good sort of direction to follow sort of thing man and uh, what are we talking do you think there'll be an EP this year or or what's the go we're halfway down definitely want to release at least a mixtape or an EP this year Bones Dubs solo shit nice we're gonna hold you to that as well we're on Bones Dubs case (laughs) he released an album today yeah
Get back to work, Bones. <laughs> I do apologise. and just the least one, but we want the news right now. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Very impatient, <laughs> us Aussies. All right, man, I did want to ask you this. I saw on your Instagram page that you took your son to see Deadpool 2. Hell yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How did he find yeah, that? Yeah, yeah dog, I'm a, I'm a huge Marvel fan, you know what I'm saying? And DC, really, because I grew up on comics, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it, it was incredible to go see Deadpool with my son, you know what I'm saying? Like, people kind of tripped out on me, too, because he's young, but he's 13, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's 13 now, and I, I remember when I was 13, I was cussing up a storm, and I heard worse at school than I'd ever hear around, you know what I'm saying? Like, in a home, and she's like, he's the same way. He's, he's heard, you know, horrible, horrible for the school, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, he's got to learn about the world somehow. Why yeah, not take him to Deadpool? I, I think agree. so, because... Right, for real. For real. I mean, he, he watches YouTube. There's more worse on YouTube than Deadpool. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Well, I've got a, I've got a 12-year-old son, Dubs, and I think if he was to go and see Deadpool, too, he'd be in the fetal position on the in the corner of the room, so... <laughs> did, did your son enjoy the movie, Dubs? Right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, he loved it. He actually never saw the first one, but he saw, like, recaps and, and whatnot on YouTube and whatnot, and uh, he asked me, he was like, will you take me to see Deadpool 2? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's badass, I love it. Oh, that's great, man. Well, we're going to switch things up. I guess we already kind of had Bones, but what's something that would surprise your fans to find out about you, man? Oh, straight up, straight up. Well, uh, I don't know, I'm... Uh, you know, I'm a nerd, you know what I'm saying? I like nerd shit. <laughs> I like, you know, comic, uh, superhero movies and comedies and sh- And I-, I used to be like, I mean, I'm, I still am, but uh, in, into horror movies and sh- you know what I'm saying? But recently, rest his soul, my uh, older brother passed away. And ever since that happened, because he was living with me, and uh, oh. ever since that happened, it's just super hard for some reason to be watching horror movies and, and like, ruthless you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like every single one I watch nowadays, has something to do with a family member dying mm, or something, you know what I'm cool. saying? I'm just like, ah, I can't watch right now, you know what I'm saying? Too soon, too soon. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, honestly, I, I just love movies. I love video games. Me and my son play Xbox constantly. Comics, I don't really collect comics anymore these days because my kids are more of the collectors and I'm more, I spend all my money on them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. My son's 13 and, and my daughter's 11, so they're right at that, right at that age, the influence age, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, really, the only thing, the only thing people don't really know, know about me is that, like, I'm, like, full-time dad, single dad out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's my main life thing, like, even, even A&B and the rap and all that stuff comes second to, to my family, you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's the way it should be, man. You know, yeah, yeah, for real, for real, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the whole school trips, and, you know, a funny story is that I'm, I'm real good with uh, uh, all the moms of, <laughs> my, uh, of my daughter's school. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so funny that all the, all the dads are pissed off like, cool with all the moms. You know <laughs> I love that. I love that, too. That's great, man. It's that bones yeah, dub again. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think they call him, bones? <laughs> love the tattooed bones dub, man. It's funny. That's uh, wicked, too. That is great. I did see somebody on Facebook or something describe you as the... <laughs> white Snoop Dogg, which I thought was very, very cool, because you do have that look about you, man. Right, for real. I even like I even agreed. I seen that thing, too. I was like, man, that's that's actually pretty fresh. <laughs> uh, dude, you said just off off air that you picked up your daughter from a birthday party. Like, do you jump in the jumping castle with everyone, or do you get a 
amongst it at all? <laughs> right. No, that was hilarious too because they uh they had they, she was at this uh it was like a tour bus almost, but you go on and they get like pedicures and shit. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Their makeup and you know what I'm saying everything's pink and flowers, and, shit. <laughs> and it's hilarious because I walk, you know, all their moms are picking up their little girls, and I walk up all tattooed, <laughs> and out, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh hey, how's it going? Blah, 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 you know what I'm Ladies, <laughs> form an orderly yes, line. Exactly what I'm go. thinking. Right. Mr. Dove is in in the house. I like that a lot. <laughs> that is so cool, man. Right before we go, man, we've got Gmo Ski heading out here this week, and we're hoping that yeah, you guys will be dope. will be following up very soon. But we want to know how do we entertain Gmo Ski? What what should we do to entertain him over here? <laughs> Straight up, man. Gmo <laughs> is entertaining all by himself, man. He's hilarious. He's fun. He's just an awesome dude. You know what I'm saying? We really clicked up. Me, Otis, and him. You know what I'm saying? We're we're good friends now. You know what I'm saying? It's super dope. But I know he smokes. <laughs> we'll get him kicked out of the country. <laughs> right, for real. It, it, it's illegal out there, right? Yes. Yes, very much so. <laughs> yeah, straight up. So, yeah, I don't know about that, but... Uh, <laughs> That's right. It sounds like he's going to entertain you, Ned. Yes. <laughs> right, straight up. He, he's a good dude, though, man. You guys are going to have a blast with him. And he's out there with Ritz and Stevie Stone, right? Yes, it's going to be a big one, man. Yeah, that's dope. Those are like two of my favorite rappers outside of MNE too. So that that's super dope. Stevie Stone was cool with us too the, at the at the gathering a couple years back, and and Ritz were real close with too. He did that track with Otis, and and we we met him like years and years and years ago. I actually started listening to Ritz before he was anybody, and uh, both me and Otis were like, man, this guy's gonna blow the fuck up. And sure enough, like a couple months later, you know, he, he I mean, he was always rolling with Yellow Wolf, so he was pretty big. But a couple months later. After we said that, he signed with Strange. We were just like, see, we knew it, man. He's he's too good to not be seen. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be a good couple shows. It's two shows, right, coming up? Yeah, that's right, man. You're all over it, yeah. bro. I like that a lot. But it is all about you right now. The Axe Murder Boys, their new album is out now. It's called Murte. Be sure to scoop that up at the M&E store. Coming soon to the M&A shop. And where all good yeah. albums are sold, iTunes and the works, there's links on online. On Spotify. Yeah. All sorted. On the Spotify, <laughs> all sorted. But thank you so much for joining us, Bones. We really appreciate it, man. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys, man. I super appreciate it. And I can't wait till we can get out there and rock some shows with y'all, for real. Oh, hell yeah, that sounds awesome. Be sure to hit this man up, facebook.com slash officialamb or facebook.com slash bonesamb. Yeah, yeah, and hit us up on our Instagram, Boys, B-O-N-E-Z-A-M-B, Young Wicked 303, Magic Ninja Entertainment, Magic Ninja Australia. You know, we all about it. Pick up that muerte. Thank you guys for having me, for real. I super appreciate it. Can't wait to see y'all out there, man, for real. That's awesome, man. I, I particularly enjoyed that M&A shout out there, too. <laughs> That was awesome. All day, man. Magic Ninja Australia.